0: At least one that had been raised in a harmonic enlightenment community could take only so much. Her parents and her instructors at the academy were right. She was not cut out for mainstream life. Most people would not have known Lancaster for what he was. Tall, blonde, blue-eyed, and handsome in a slick, distinguished way, he was a natural-born predator that moved easily among his prey but the dark side of her talent for aura healing was the ability to see the monsters and recognize them for what they were. Lancaster had made a tidy fortune in the financial world, but a few days ago he had shocked his associates and his clients when he had voluntarily committed himself to the Chapman Clinic. He claimed to be plagued with severe parapsych trauma induced by the death of his wife several months earlier. His symptoms consisted of nightmares and dangerous delusions, precisely the severe symptoms required to be admitted to Dr. Oakford's new research program at the clinic. She opened the door, stepped out into the hall, and signaled to the waiting orderly. "'You can take Mr. Lancaster back to his room, Carl,' she said. "'We're finished.' "'Yes, ma'am.' Carl moved into the therapy room. "'Time to go, Mr. Lancaster.' he said in the soothing, upbeat tone he used with all of the patients. Lancaster chuckled. I think I make Miss Blake nervous, Carl. He got to his feet with leisurely grace, as though he was still dressed in the elegant silver-gray suit and white tie that he had been wearing when he had walked into the clinic. Credit where credit was due, Rachel thought. Lancaster managed to make the baggy shirt and trousers that were standard issue for all patients look like resort casual attire. Do you think she's afraid of me, Carl? Lancaster infused his mellifluous words with just the right tincture of regret. The last thing I want to do is frighten her. No, Mr. Lancaster, I'm sure Rachel isn't afraid of you, Carl said. She has no reason to be afraid of you now, does she? An excellent question, Carl. One that only Rachel can answer. Rachel ignored both of them. The tiny stones set into her charms were starting to brighten. That was not a good sign, because she was not consciously heating the crystals. They were reacting to her anxiety, a strong indication that her current state of psychical awareness and control was anything but harmonically tuned. This was it, she thought. Lancaster was the last straw. She was going to hand in her resignation. The money was good at the clinic, and the work provided the illusion that, in spite of what everyone back home said, she could make a place for herself in the mainstream world. But she had not signed on to deal with monsters like Marcus Lancaster, nor was he the only one enrolled in the research trial. There was a very good reason why the patients in Oakford's project were housed in a locked ward, She was an aura healer. She needed to use her talents in a positive way. According to mainstream theories of parapsychology, energy-sucking psychic vampires were a myth, the stuff of horror novels and scary movies. But Rachel had met a few in her time, and she knew the truth. The monsters were real. The good news was that most of them were relatively weak. They tended to pursue careers as conmen, cult leaders and politicians, they preyed on the emotionally vulnerable and the gullible. Nobody denied that such low-level human predators existed, but few thought of them as vampires or monsters. Psychology textbooks, therapists, and clinicians had invented more politically correct terms to describe them. The diagnostic descriptions often involved the phrase personality disorder or parasociopath. But the ancients back on the old world had got it right, Rachel thought. So had the philosophers who had founded the Harmonic Enlightenment movement and established the principles of Harmonic Enlightenment. The correct description for the Marcus Lancasters of the world was evil. When that particular attribute was coupled with some paranormal talent, you got psychic vampire. The question that was worrying her the most was why Lancaster was attracted to her. She knew it was not love or even simple lust that had made him fixate on her out of all the members of the clinic staff. She had learned at the academy that it was the prospect of controlling others that fascinated the monsters. By the nature of her own psychic ability and training, she possessed a high degree of immunity.